I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are continuing our series on anger with a few tips for working through it. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today is an I am working from home today, and honestly, I really needed this. Um, I just think there's nothing as relaxing as being in your home by yourself where no one's, no one can like watch you or observe you or have opinions about what you do. It's just like you're in your space, you can do whatever you want. That's the vibe I'm having today. My thorn is that this is the first time all week that I've been able to do that and I really missed it. My bud is that I'm gonna be vague on this one, but I did have a phone call about a potential collaboration this morning that will be very, very cool for all of us if it works out. So send good vibes. Okay, friends, let's dive into today's episode on anger. On Tuesday, we discussed what anger is, types of anger, and the phases of anger. Today, I want to talk about a few ways in which I've learned to honor and work through my anger. So I'm just going to list it out. Number one is to rage journal or to write an angry letter. So this is particularly helpful when you have things that you want to say to somebody and you know that it will just cause harm if you say it to their face, but they're in your brain and in your body, whether you say it or not, and you want to clear that space. Maybe you want to get to a point where you're able to forgive and forget and move on, or maybe you just want to get to a point where like your brain can calm down about it, or maybe you just want to get it out, say everything you need to say, get that catharsis, and then move on with the relationship or without that relationship. Either way, rage journaling is the greatest thing in the world. Take a pen, take some paper, write out everything you think and feel, no filter, use curse words, use whatever you want, say it in whatever way you want, and then light that thing on fire. Um, You know, I have done this in my house. I don't recommend that. I recommend doing it away from your home. Um, Get a bowl of water when you do it. You know, be safe because... Uh, it's gone awry for me in the past. So um, if I can save you a, a fire scare, I will. But light it on fire. That way you can really truly know that you can say anything. There's nothing that's going to get out. There's nothing that's going to get to that person. There's no wrong way to express this. It's going to get lit on fire either way. If fire's like, you know, you're, you're like Sarah Jane, fire danger. Um, you are more than willing, you're more than welcome to shred that piece of paper, tear it up, soak it in water, whatever you need to do, but definitely have an escape plan for it. Have a place that it's going to go where no one could possibly read it so that you can be as honest as physically possible. Number two, I love therapy, right? I go to therapy every single week, twice a week, couples therapy and personal therapy, I love therapy, but sometimes you're not angry when you're when it's like at therapy time is not the time that you need to talk about it. Sometimes you're angry that minute, that day, and you need a plan. So I I do little self-therapy sessions in my car where as I'm driving to work or driving to the store, 
I just talk out loud to myself, which it's very convenient now that a lot of cars have Bluetooth. So people are just gonna think you're on the phone anyway. So at least you don't have to look crazy, but just talk out loud to yourself, say everything that you're feeling, say everything that you're thinking. And even as you start talking, you might hear some things in that that soften you or make you realize the vulnerability underneath the strength, but it can really let a lot of that hot air go. Number three, just express your anger. Um, Just nod at a person, right? Punch a pillow or a punching bag. Go out into your car and scream at the top of your lungs. Break something that you're not gonna miss later. These are things you're allowed to do. This isn't bad or shameful or wrong, right? The the only times that you don't want to do this is if you're doing it at a person or um, even around the person that you're angry with. You know, you don't have to do this in front of them. You can go take this space by yourself and express that rage in a way that no harm is done. Number four, ask yourself where you feel it in your body. Pay attention to your body and what it's holding and where it is in your body because when you start to do that it can it can make a lot of connections for you from um not only just empathizing with yourself but also noticing when anger is there when you maybe you're having a hard time seeing it if you start to notice oh it consistently shows up at this place in my body But I'll also say as a head type who struggles with her emotions, recognizing where it is in my body can help me to intellectualize it, which can then help me to feel it. So if you're trying to get more comfortable with your emotions, then starting with your body can be a really helpful way to actually understand what's going on in there. Number five, name the feeling beneath your anger. We talked about this on Tuesday, and we know this by now. Anger is a secondary emotion, meaning that it's typically protecting another more vulnerable feeling. So if you can, pause long enough to ask yourself, what's actually going on beneath that anger? What am I trying to protect with this anger? It can help you to move through it more quickly and effectively. Number six, dance it out, run it out, do a hard exercise session, expend the energy. A lot of these emotions, right? Energy is felt in our body emotionally, whether, no matter what we've attached to it, right? Like sometimes the energy of excitement can feel really similar to anxiety. Um, The energy of passion can look really similar to anger. So Pay attention to the energy that it's building in your body and move that around through movement, dance, going for a run, going for a walk, lifting weights. Let your body move the energy around. Number seven, notice your resentments and speak up before they get too big. So for example, if I'm washing dishes and I feel like I'm frustrated. This is the third time I've washed dishes today. I cannot believe that I am washing dishes again. And that's the moment where I go, stop, breathe, ask for help. Just say, hey, husband or partner or roommate, um, can you take this round of dishes? This is the third round of dishes I've done today and give them a chance to step in at that moment before the anger has gone so far that 
you can't even be reasoned with. That if they turn you down, you're so angry that you see red, right? Get Ask before you get to that point. And if you need to, if you have consistent resist, resentments that show up over and over and over again, maybe you need a plan. Who owns what dishes when? And you only do the ones when it's your turn. Today's episode is brought to you by Public Goods. Public Goods is the one-stop shop for sustainable, high-quality everyday essentials made from clean ingredients at an affordable price. Everything from coffee to toilet paper and shampoo to pet food, Publix Goods is your new everything store, thoughtfully designed for the conscious consumer. So rather than buying a bunch of single product brands, Public Good members can buy all of their premium essentials in one place with one beautiful streamlined aesthetic. Public Good searches the globe to find clean, healthy, eco-friendly, and innovative products. My personal favorites are the hand soap and the kitchen spray, the all-purpose spray that you can use anywhere and just smell so good. I feel like it smells like a very fancy shampoo, so my house always smells clean and fresh and light. Knowing what's in your products and where they come from is so important as well. So they ethically source and obsessively develop each of their products to be free of unhealthy ingredients and help harmful additives still common on drug and grocery store shelves. They're committed to making their products healthy and safe for humans, animals, and the environment. They use a membership model to keep costs low and pass on even more savings to their customers. So best of all, you can make your first purchase without an obligation. So join hundreds of thousands of others who have switched to their new everything store. So we've worked out an awesome deal. You can receive $15 off your first public goods order with no minimum purchase. That's right. They are so confident that you will absolutely love their products and come back again and again that they are giving you $15 to spend on your first purchase. You have nothing to lose. Just go to publicgoods.com slash egram or use code egram at checkout. That's P-U-B-L-I-C-G-O-O-D-S dot com forward slash egram to receive $15 off your first order. Number eight, tapping. So this is a great way for me when I'm so heated or so elevated that I've been triggered and I've just been taken out of my body. I'm in full on flight or fight mode and I want to soothe my nervous system. I do EFT tapping. You don't have to do a full tapping session to bring yourself down, but sometimes it's just helpful to tap on the side of your hand. And if you can take that time, if you have the space to do so, you know, go sit in your car, go wherever you can, do a full tapping meditation. There's a ton of tapping meditations on YouTube. There's a lot of information out there about how to write your own scripts. I'm not an expert, um, but I will say you can find a lot on YouTube. There's some on Insight Timer that I've used in the past. And this is a great thing because it names your emotions and then offers you compassion. So oftentimes with tapping, you'll hear a script that says, I am so angry. I am so angry. And even though, even still, I fully love and accept myself. I am so angry. I've never been more angry. And even still, I fully love and accept myself, right? So you can kind of move through these emotions without invalidating those emotions. Number nine, don't push through the fight or flight response in order to come to a resolution. Take a time out. This is something that I have learned in therapy that I am still trying to work out, 
because I just like always want to talk it out. I want to get to the end of the, I want to get back to happy, right? I want to get out of anger into happy as fast as possible. And taking a break does not feel like the fastest route, (laughs) but it truthfully, it is. It's the path of least damage because you're When you're in that fight or flight response where you are full on survival mode, you are not operating at your highest possible potential. You are not able to communicate as lovingly and as kindly and as openly. You are on full defense. You're not able to be receptive to the words of other people. Sometimes, yes, by miracle, you'll get to that point in the conversation where someone says something and you're like, that's where I can, I feel compassion all of a sudden, but you don't have to get to that point, right? You can just take a break, pause, calm your nervous system. This is like animalistic stuff where we're like in survival mode, calm your nervous system, remind yourself that you're safe, and then go back and try again when you can actually use your full brain to do its job and come to a resolution. All right. Number 10 is to meditate on your anger as your protector. So consider what your anger is trying to protect and meditate on that. And I'm gonna guide you through what this could look like. Um, So at this point, we're going to go into a short guided meditation or kind of a thought exercise. So if you're able to do this with me right now, that's great. But if you're driving or working out and it doesn't feel like you can, this may be a good spot to hit pause and come back later. But I'll go ahead and say goodbye now for the rest of us so that we can end with the meditation. So it's an absolute joy to create this content for you. Let's meditate. (laughs) So when you're ready, find yourself in a comfortable position. Close your eyes if that is safe. Take a deep breath in through your nose and out through your mouth. Let's do two more of those together. In through your nose. Out through your mouth. One more. Now think about the last time you remember being really angry and frustrated. Maybe something was said or done and you felt justified in that anger. You felt so angry, so frustrated. Where do you feel that in your body? So is it in your chest? Maybe your shoulders or your brow bone, maybe your jaw. Notice where you feel it in your body. And I want you to name that part of you as protector. This is the part that is trying to keep you safe, guarded, unharmed. So point your attention to your protector and ask it, what is it trying to protect you from? What would happen if it didn't protect you? 
have you experienced this frustration, this fear in your life before? Is there a more honest way to express how you're feeling? Perhaps instead of I'm angry, it's something like I'm afraid or I'm hurt or I'm embarrassed. What sort of reassurance can you offer yourself in this moment? Like, how can you love yourself through that more vulnerable emotion? And when you're ready, let's take three more breaths together. And you can put your hand on the part of you that is your protector. If you'd like to breathe love and reassurance into that place. And with each breath, you can say your reassuring phrase, internally or externally, if you'd like. If you didn't come up with one, it can be as simple as I love you. So we'll start with our first breath in through our nose and out through our mouth. Number two. And one more. Thank you for joining me today, friends, and I hope you have a good rest of your day.